Hi everyone, welcome to the Read and Tell podcast. I'm your host, Isabella, and here I talk about all things books, sometimes life in general, and so much more. If you're ready to start this journey with me, keep on listening. Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Read and Tell podcast. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you all so, 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 so much for all the lovely messages and support that you have given me throughout this week and like in general you guys are the best and i'm so freaking grateful that i have the privilege to talk to you all and create content that i love it's been so crazy but so surreal and exciting and insane like honestly insane i've i've felt so happy and grateful to have you guys and yeah, I just wanted to really thank you for the messages, the feedback, and support that you have given this podcast. Crazy. <laughs> I never in my life thought I would be making a podcast, let alone receiving so much love for it. So thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. Overall, thank you for being here. And also, random thought... Um, I got a few comments on my, well, my first episode that it felt, um, kind of like an ASMR podcast, (laughs) which is very funny to me because, um, I always get told that my voice is kind of like soothing and like it's nice to hear, which for me sounds totally insane (laughs) because, um, hearing myself is so weird for me like my voice like hearing myself talk it's kind of weird (laughs) so um yeah like my voice in real life is like very low and like people actually have a hard time hearing me because of that so now that i'm making this podcast it's so funny that i get comments on my voice sounding like an asmr but um that's okay um (laughs) Anyways, for today's episode, I did a poll on my Instagram story the other day and you guys helped me choose the topic for today's episode. And today, we're going to answer the question, how do I manage my time for reading? So, I want to touch upon different things on this topic and tell you how I personally manage my time. And yeah, I'm just going to give you some tips and just talk about how I do it. And yeah, I really want to highlight that these are tips that have helped me. So I'm not completely sure they will help you. But if they do, well, that is the point of this episode. And I would be very happy. Um, Before we get into all of that, um, I wanted to talk about something else first. Because um, I know that reading is mostly a passion and hobby for all of us. Um, Like it's something that we love to do. But it's also something that takes time to do. Like reading a book takes time. And we also have to consider that we're all different. So there are people who are fast readers and there are others who need more time to read a book. And we're all very different in that aspect. We are also different in the sense that we have different responsibilities. 
and that is also something that makes reading hard sometimes. So I want to share some tips and share the things that I do that help me manage my time for reading. But before we get into the how I manage my time part, I want to talk about the specific kind of stereotype on the topic of fast readers and slow readers because I feel like there is a stereotype on this because I know that those words like fast and slow are used kind of lightly and like I've used them before. Um, you guys probably have heard me um, comment or say that I'm a slow reader and now I can say that it doesn't affect me mentally anymore but when I started reading Um, that was something that I struggled with because I honestly felt kind of stupid because I watched other people read books a lot faster than me and I don't know like for a little while I felt like it was a marathon like I needed to read faster and I needed to read more books because if not I wasn't reading enough books and I wasn't reading fast enough And this is something that I've experienced. Maybe you haven't experienced this, which is totally okay, but maybe you have. And this can be a reminder that we are all different and we are built different, like literally. And it's something that I personally struggled with at the beginning when I first started reading. This is how I personally felt. Like it it was an insecurity of mine, like... It wasn't the doing of anyone else. I really want to highlight that because it was all me. Like, it was all in my head. So, I remember that a few months ago, I made a video, a TikTok video, on, like, how many pages can I read in an hour? Which was very popular at the moment. And, like, I remember um, watching those videos, like, other people's videos, and they were, like just reading and seeing how many pages they could read in an hour and of course there are going to be people that can read 50 pages 100 pages even 200 like we are all very different but at the time when I did this kind of challenge I would say I realized that I could read 50 pages in an hour which to me well at the moment was like oh okay Like, that's kind of bad, right? And, like, I felt bad about that. But the same day that I posted the video, I remember that a girl commented and said said something to me on the lines of, like, I learned that you read at your own pace. The important thing is that you enjoy your book. And honestly, when I read this comment, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, you are so right. Like, you are so right. And that helped me, like, flip the switch. And when I realized this, I started to love reading so much more than I did before. Because I wasn't so fixated on the fact that I was reading so slowly. So, what I want you to learn from this is that whether you are a fast or slow reader is 
that it doesn't matter the speed at which you read. What matters is that you enjoy the book and you feel good reading the book. Like, I remember, I want to tell a story. Like, I remember the first time I read a book and finished it, which the book was It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, which you guys know. She's my favorite author. But anyways, before I started reading, I didn't quite understand the whole point of reading. And I didn't understand how people liked reading. Like, seriously, I couldn't understand because since I was little, reading was something that I struggled with because I never, like, ever remembered what I was reading. Like, I could read the same sentence for, like, ten times. And I wouldn't remember, like, literally. So, it was something that I struggled with. But that day, the day that I read It Ends With Us kind of changed everything and for the first time in my life I experienced what reading a book felt like and I understood the hype like I understood the point of reading and this is an experience that I wouldn't change for anything and that feeling the feeling of diving into a world picturing every scene and every word in your brain while you're reading that's the feeling that matters that is what matters when you're reading a book not how fast or slow you read it but if you enjoyed it if you felt good reading it if you liked the story like all of that is what matters so that is basically my point when i say that it's okay if you read fast or slow and, like, I still struggle with this sometimes, so I still need to remind myself that we are all different and that I don't need to change. And the whole point of reading is loving it and enjoying it. And I need to love the speed in which I read. So I really wanted to share my experience and talk about this specific topic because I sometimes get questions on, like, how to read faster and... Comments like, I wish I could read faster, but I'm here to tell you that we don't need to read faster. And what's important is that you enjoy the book and it's not a marathon like I thought at some point. It's an experience that we all have in different ways. And yeah, I hope this helped someone struggling with this topic. And if you ever need someone to talk to, my DMs are always open. I try to respond as soon as I can. So yeah, I feel like this was a very important topic in like the reading world. Maybe not for everyone, but it was definitely very important to me when I started reading. So yeah. Okay. Now let's get into the question of today's episode. How do I manage my time for reading? Unfortunately, there's no magic potion or solution for this because, as I said before, we all have different lives, but I do have some tips that may help. So we all have different responsibilities and things that we need to do, and this really plays a part when talking about reading. What I mean by this is that 
there are people who have more free time than others. So people can read more or less depending on how much free time they have or if it's a priority in their day. Um, I also get a lot of questions on like how many hours or minutes do you read a day or how long does it take you to read a book? And it doesn't bother me when people ask me these questions, but I do have a hard time responding like in a few sentences or in a comment because I honestly don't know. Like I never have a specific answer because my answer always changes. Like depends on everything there are times when i have a day in which i don't have anything to do meaning i don't have responsibilities and i can read all day and it's great but there can be times well and the majority of the time where i am very busy and i can read maybe 30 minutes a day but there are also times when i don't read at all for days which is totally okay and personally, I'm a very organized person. Like, I like to organize my day and what I have to do. And it's just something that I feel makes me the most comfortable and helps me achieve what I want. Like, if I don't organize myself and my life, I literally cannot function. <laughs> like, it becomes a mess. And with time, I've learned how to manage my time for reading by doing this. So, the first really important tip that I always give is to learn what time of the day works best for you. For example, um, I'm a morning person, so I know that if I want to get things done, I need to do them in the mornings. But when it comes to reading, I know that nights work best for me because I don't have any responsibilities left to do. A lot of you also asked me um, to talk about college and how to manage my time for reading when you're in college. And this is a question that I can answer because I'm also currently studying and in college. But I do want to highlight that I'm in kind of online college. So basically, I'm... In a major which is fully online so obviously it's going to depend um, whether you are taking online classes or in-person classes but what I like to do is I like to organize my homework assignments classes everything that I have to do um, with school in a calendar and I know that this can be boring and sound really really boring but I really encourage you to, I don't know, pick a day every Sunday or Monday or at the start of a new week to organize your school stuff or responsibilities. And like, honestly, I didn't do this for so long and I was always rushing assignments, staying up late doing those assignments and I was kind of all over the place. And... I, I don't want to sound perfect because, obviously, there are still times where I am rushing assignments and staying up late. But I think, like, um, doing this, organizing um, the majority of the things, it kind of has decreased the stress, if you know what I mean. Like, 
the amount of stress you feel because sometimes things get very like overwhelming so I think that's what helps a lot so I'm <laughs> that's what I'm saying like I'm not perfect um, I'm still I still struggle with it sometimes but this is something that has helped me so so much and I feel like it helps so much because when I do this like when I when I started organizing everything became a bit easier because I had visually planned out my week like I could see it and I knew what I had to do so what does this have to do with reading um when I started this and organizing my school life which is a big priority in my life I was left with some free time for reading and um, of course, this can vary from week to week or things can come up and change. But I really feel like I have now created a routine in which reading fits perfectly. But just to give you an example. Um, okay, so let's say that on Friday I have an assignment due and a quiz. I try my best, I really try my best to do my assignments a few days before the due date or at least the day before. So I'm not rushing the same day of the assignment. So I know that I work best in the mornings, as I said before. So I try to do these things in the mornings. Doing schoolwork beforehand lets me have some time and some free time for reading. I usually read at night because I've learned that nights are the best time for reading for me and for the things that I have to do and for my life. And that is what I mean when I say that you need to learn what time of the day works best for you. And I know that the process may seem complicated, but it's a trial and error kind of thing. You try different schedules and different times until you find the one that works best for you. Okay, so talking a little bit more about this specific tip, um, I don't want to sit here and say like, oh, like just organize your life. Like it's that simple. Like it can sound easy when I say it, but I know it's not. Like it's not easy, but I feel like it's a process and it's so worth it. It's so worth it once you get the hang of it. Once you learn and you get the hang of it, oh my gosh, it's worth it. So I want to share one thing that helped me so much when I started doing this. Because when I decided to start like organizing my schoolwork and like my life, I, I found this amazing app called Notion. You probably know the app that I'm talking about. Notion is an app that you can download on your phone or computer even, and it's the coolest thing ever. Like, this is not sponsored, by the way. Notion sponsored me, but no, this is not sponsored. It's the coolest thing ever. But okay, what is what is Notion exactly? Um, I'm literally reading the definition online. So it says, Notion is an application that provides components such as notes, databases, boards, calendars, reminders, and so much more, users can connect these components to create their own systems for knowledge, data management, project management, and so many more. 
it's basically all you need in one app. It's so cool. So if you're interested in using Notion, um, there are a ton, a ton of YouTube videos out there explaining how to use it. And there are also people who give out free templates for you to use, which is literally what I did. I watched a ton of YouTube videos and I honestly had fun customizing my notes and my calendars. And I feel like it's a more, it's a fun way to organize your life. So yeah, if you're struggling and like juggling school and reading or jobs and reading or whatever you have, I really, really believe that writing and like visually seeing what you have to do can really help like decrease the feeling of stress and the feeling of like feeling overwhelmed like in general. <laughs> so yeah, um, I hope it helped. That was the first tip and definitely one of my most effective. Okay, so the second tip, which is also a big one, is managing the amount of time you spend on social media. Like, I know most of us probably spend a lot of time going through like the For You page on TikTok or liking posts on Instagram, watching YouTube videos. Like, social media can be addicting on so many levels. And I feel like when I spend an absurd amount of time on it, I don't read as much. And I feel like social media can be fun, obviously. But if you take it too far, it kind of becomes addicting. So I just want to tell you a little story. Um, to explain what I'm saying, <laughs> a story that happened to me. I remember that when I first downloaded TikTok, I literally spent all night, I'm not kidding, I'm not exaggerating, all night until 6 a.m. going through the For You page. And, oh my gosh, like, at the moment, I was like, how in the world did I manage to stay awake for so many hours looking through TikTok videos? But obviously, now we've had TikTok for so long. And now I know that it happens to a lot of people. And like, it's so easy to fall into that trap, literally. And I know I'm not the only one. And it still happens to me sometimes. Don't get me wrong, it still happens. And there can be times where I spend two hours looking at TikTok videos. And when I realize it, time flew by and I wasted those two hours. Because I know that it can be fun. Like TikTok can be fun, yes, and I love it. But I've also learned that when I spend that much time on it, it kind of becomes a distraction. And it doesn't actually do me any good and it doesn't really help me there are times where spending that much time on any social media actually worsens my mental health and kind of increases my anxiety so now i've learned that i should probably switch that time spent on tiktok or instagram or any social media and pick up my book and read it and I know that it's not a simple thing to do, 
but I wanted to mention it because before I didn't realize that this was affecting my reading time. So it's something that I wanted to mention because I feel like it's really important. Um, and while um, some ways in which you can do this are um, setting screen time on your phone or turning off your phone, like you guys. You guys have no idea how many times I've turned off my phone and like two minutes later, I'm picking it up and I realize that I turned it off. And I actually repeat that because I forget that I turned off my phone. <laughs> like, it's insane. And when I do this, I realize how much time I really spend picking up my phone and staying on social media. And I really feel that at the end of the day, it's kind of just a distraction that can become um, not so healthy like you know what i mean i hope <laughs> like it's honestly so addicting sometimes so maybe if this is something that you're experiencing it could be helpful to take a step back analyze and think if social media or your phone in general is affecting your reading time okay and my last tip is something that I think it's kind of more engaging. It's it's more fun, um, and it's a fun way in which you can be more motivated to pick up your book and more motivated to set a time in which you will read. So, this tip is to join a book club. So, once you have organized your responsibilities and know what time works best for you, honestly, joining a book club can motivate you even more because you get to chat with other people about the book that you're reading like i've been joining book clubs on the app fable and it has honestly motivated me so freaking much to pick up my book um i also have my book club on the app if you want to join it's the read and tell book club and honestly you guys you guys have motivated me so much to start the book club book um which is love in other words by the way i loved it and obviously i'm going to make a separated episode on that book because it deserves an episode yeah we'll we will get to that soon but creating the book club and chatting with you guys motivated me so much to make extra time or take extra 10 minutes or something on the day and read my book and yeah, I know that sometimes reading can feel kind of lonely if you don't have anyone to talk to about the book. So if you're someone who likes to share their thoughts and opinions, then I really think that joining a book club will be the best way to go. And it's, I think it's a more fun way in which you can manage, um, kind of not manage, but be more motivated to pick up your book when it comes to reading can be stressful and a bit overwhelming at times because as it is a passion and hobby for most of us we like really want to make time for it like we love it well i love it and i know that i really like making time for it so to sum it all up 
Learn to love the speed at which you read. Very important. Organize your day-to-day -day responsibilities. Learn what time of the day or which times of the day work best for you. Take some time off social media and maybe join a book club. Um, I know that there could be so many other tips out there, but these have all been tips that I've implemented in my life and they have been the most effective and the ones that I personally love. And I also want to mention that I'm not saying that things will always work out perfectly as you plan them because they won't, like it's not true. There may be some times in which things don't go as planned, which is okay, but I think just knowing ahead of time the things that you have to do can really help decrease the amount of stress. So you guys, um, I hope this episode helped anyone that's listening and just wanted to let you know and remind you that you got this and you're doing great. So I love you besties. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you like the podcast, make sure to follow for more. And if you do follow, then I will see you next Thursday.